AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Hello and welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Josh Smith, editor of Ground Support Worldwide Magazine, and today we're speaking with Scott Sangster, Vice President of Global Logistics Service Providers at Descartes, to learn more about the issues surrounding ULD and cargo pallet availability and the solutions available to overcome these challenges. Thanks for taking the time to share more on this topic, Scott. No problem. Glad to join you. Well, Scott, supply chain constraints and limited cargo capacity have created numerous headaches, but these factors are also creating more demand within the air freight industry. And with this increased demand, there's an added need for unit load devices and pallets, but what challenges are pallet manufacturers and ULD management companies facing as a result of this higher demand for equipment? Very good. To start off with, I mean, I guess obviously with the increase in demand for air freight, um, there's a, a lot more capacity constraints within, within the network today. Um, and when you combine that with some of the delays that are occurring in the entire logistics chain today, such as backlogs in warehouse operations for airlines, ground handlers, and freight forwarders, uh, combining that with transportation issues like driver shortages, capacity constraints on the carriers themselves, um, it's starting to impact the availability of ULDs, containers, and pallets uh, for the airlines to use in their shipping. Uh, traditionally, the air carriers might have had a ship set of, say, six to seven pieces of equipment. If you think about where that equipment sits at any point within the logistics chain, there could be one at the shipper, one at the uh, the origin, freight forwarder, ground handler, uh, one piece of equipment on the plane at any given time, as well as at the destination ground handlers, freight forwarders, uh, and then eventually at the consignee. Um, obviously, with that requirement of, for the ship set and the number of pieces of equipment, if there's any delay in the return of those ULDs from any of those touch points, it can potentially disrupt the entire supply chain and requires additional ULDs to fulfill that capacity. Um, you know, so with that delay or disruption of the ULD return, it creates high demand for the pallet manufacturers uh, that are running at pretty much maximum capacity today, but still can't seem to be able to fulfill the current demand for pallets in particular. And then for ULD management companies, they need to start to put in extra effort uh, from a data collection perspective, from managing uh, their assets um, to be able to make sure that the ULD flow uh, is managed properly and that they have those ULDs return on time. Um, So it requires better systems, better data, and this can often result in additional costs to the airlines uh, as they go to lease uh, additional ULDs at what are higher than normal uh, rates currently. And with those disruptions and increased costs and other issues associated with that, uh, I, you know, obviously there's you know, some efforts that can be put into place to uh, you know, try and negate those. So can you tell us a little bit how uh, demurrage might be used to incentivize uh, the return of pallets and in, in associated equipment? Uh, sure. So, um, you know, if airlines have put a demurrage policy in place, um, they start to uh, get a better sense of, of where the pallets are located and under whose custody those are at any given time. 
if the ULDs uh, you know, are returned after the agreed upon three days of demurrage, uh, then the airlines have the right to charge the forwarder uh, the additional rates to be able to recover uh, some of the cost and expense of not having access to their access, uh, to their assets, pardon me. Um, that's one way to encourage the return of the ULDs to avoid a penalty. The other way that some of the airlines have started to use is to give an incentive uh, for the return of that equipment. So, for example, they could apply a credit uh, if they return the ULD sooner than the demurrage days. Um, but in order to be able to do this, you know, it requires a good system to be able to uh, track where those assets are at, calculate the demurrage uh, fees or credits, and avoid any uh, discrepancies between the parties as to who is responsible for the equipment at any given time. Yeah, and, and speaking of those systems um, that need to be in place, you know, I understand that Descartes has taken steps to automate the demurrage process and reduce manual efforts. Um, can you share a few details uh, about those steps that have been taken and what the immediate and long-term benefits for the airlines are that um, you know take advantage of automated demurrage? Uh, sure. So there's a couple of components that are involved um, with being able to uh, manage this demur demurrage process for the carriers. Uh, first of all, is it's very important to obviously have information and data, uh, accurate data, into where all of these assets are at any given time. Um, so you know, we have a, a network and a, a tag infrastructure that allows people to be able to see where their assets are uh, as they move around the world from the various uh, airports and ground handlers and uh, service areas that these may be used. Once that data starts to be collected, then we've got a demurrage uh, solution that can actually start to automate the release and return of those ULDs. They can start to capture the information um, on who has and is responsible for the asset at any given time, capture even images of the ULDs if there's any damages or concerns for the, the treatment of the equipment, um, do the demurrage calculations, um, auto billings uh, or credits to the uh, to the participants within the supply chain and start to look at providing return or overdue alerts to the forwarders or ground handlers uh, for the return of that equipment. So it can also start to do some proactive outreach. Um, there, some of the immediate uh, benefits of this is obviously it starts to uh, identify the delay that, uh, that uh, parties may have in the supply chain, allows the airlines, the ground handlers and forwarders to work together to ensure the timely return of those products um, or the equipment. Um, and then it also starts to get a clear accountability um, and for where's, where the equipment is, who's responsible for it and its return, and eventually to lead to better utilization of, uh, of ULDs in the longer term. So the system can be used to encourage and uh, enforce best practices for the returns of the ULDs on time. Uh, otherwise, you know, the, the participants of the supply chain may have to compensate the airlines for the use of those assets as they are the, the owner of those assets in most uh, situations. Excellent. Uh, appreciate that information. Uh, it's uh, very interesting to, uh, to learn a little bit more about. But let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have more with Scott Sangster of Descartes. Would you like to reach key decision makers in the industry? Share your message on the Aviation Pros podcast and reach key leaders across all facets of aviation, including aircraft maintenance, airports, FBOs, airlines, and ground handling. Contact one of Aviation Pros' helpful account representatives to find out more. 
We're back with Descartes Scott Sangster, and I'd like to use the next portion of our conversation, Scott, to discuss how ULDs and pallets can be effectively tracked and, and exactly how the, the demurrage and tracking can work together to benefit the air cargo industry. And you offered some interesting insight before the break on that, but um, let's expand a little bit here. And to start with, can you list some of the advantages, whether direct or indirect, of knowing exactly where a ULD and a pallet are uh, along its route through the supply chain. Absolutely, and 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 first, I think the uh, one of the core uh, components of this is is you can't manage what you can't measure, and you certainly have to measure it accurately. So uh, currently, most of the airlines have been relying on manual entry processes. There's a you know approximately 40 year old uh, IATA ULD control receipt, stock control message. Uh, which has been used uh, to help uh, people try and attempt to manage the uh, uh, ULDs and the equipment in the past. Um, that system is kind of, you know, fraught with human error and, and some uh, 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 data accuracy issues that have led to inaccurate or missing information in inventories. And due to that, um, ULD managers uh, have had to base real-time mission-critical decisions on a little bit of substandard data. So obviously deploying a system that allows you to collect more accurate and more timely information will provide you with some direct advantages like um, you know, having the real-time reliable information to be able to make those mission-critical decisions. Uh, you've got improved inventory control uh, and accuracy for the airlines. You've got better fleet optimization with the, um, the equipment sets that we talked about earlier. Um, and also obviously another direct benefit is you can have reduced capital expenditure uh, in the purchase of equipment uh, that could be caused due to loss or inefficient uh, collection of the of the equipment to be utilized again. Um, there's obviously some some other indirect benefits that can come out uh, in some of the areas that we've been working with many of our customers is the relationship of the cargo uh, shipment to the actual ULD uh, to be able to promote some of the benefits of of online tracking. If I know what shipments I have loaded onto a particular pallet or into a particular container, and I get real-time updates on where that container is located, uh, I can provide better online tracking of those shipments to the end customer. So you're starting to provide them with some improved customer visibility, um, and you also can start to have uh, a reduction in lost shipments and expedited uh, recovery of mishandled shipments um, as there's a better visibility into where that's located at any given time. And I understand Descartes is using Bluetooth uh, low energy tags or BLE tags and associated readers to improve the visibility uh, of ULDs and pallets and allow airlines to know exactly uh, where those units are. Can you offer our listeners just an overview of how the BLE tags and readers work to accomplish this task within the air cargo industry? Sure. Um, as you mentioned, uh, Descartes is using uh, Bluetooth technology in both the tags and the readers or gateways, as we often refer to them. Um, and th those gateways will aggregate information that's capturing from these Bluetooth tags and transfer that to the cellular network for communication back to back office systems. Um, but the, the technology is uh, commonly used in cell phones, cars. I'm sure everyone is familiar with uh, uh, all of their fitness watches, et cetera, that are using Bluetooth technology today. Um, and so obviously that makes it a very uh, uh, economically friendly technology to be able to, uh, to leverage. 
Um, so Descartes can uh, use the, that BLE uh, technology in its tags, uh, either in the rail of the pallet or inside the container to be able to collect information on uh, the location and condition of the shipment and be able to transmit that through our reader network uh, to the cloud and then back into our back office applications where people can start to make the, the decisions on uh, capacity usage, tracking of the shipments. Um, and with the um, largest reader network uh, in the airline industry today, um, we can leverage uh, that environment to be able to gather uh, the broadest level of information to be able to transmit back to our end customers. And uh, BLE technology is being utilized beyond just tracking, you know, obviously the location and condition of ULDs and pallets. Um, uh, could you share a little bit more about some of the data you're collecting with these BLE tags and, and how that benefits uh, folks involved in the industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think uh, historically, starting a few years ago, uh, we deployed the BLE uh, technology to really answer uh, the carriers and shippers' question of where's my stuff. Um, it was gathering uh, location-based information on where those pallets or ULDs are and transmitting that, uh, capturing that and transmitting it back to the end user. Um, and so that's been sufficient for the monitoring of the assets, uh, monitoring of shipments within the network. Um, but more recently, we've started to uh, work with our customers to collect uh, conditional uh, information on the shipments as well. So the question of where's my stuff was no longer sufficient in some areas. And really, people started asking the question of how's my stuff. Um, so today, with our next generation BLE tags, uh, from the containers, we can start to capture information such as the temperature within the container, the humidity, uh, light, uh, and movement. And obviously, those are very important for the condition of the goods. Um, you know, have, have we exceeded uh, uh, temperature thresholds one direction or the other? Is the humidity too high or too low for particular products that are being carried? Um, and then obviously, the light and movement gives an indication of has, has this ULD or pallet uh, experienced a jarring event? Um, and or has this been opened when it shouldn't have been opened? Um, so those new um, developments have really been in, in high demand uh, within our customers base lately, particularly for cold chain logistics such as pharma and perishables. Um, and for example, uh, Cafe Pacific has been using uh, our platform to track and monitor uh, COVID uh, vaccine shipments uh, over the, uh, the last half year or so. Uh, to be able to monitor, number one, the conditions of those goods, the location, has it the container potentially been opened in case there a chance of theft or damage of goods. Um, so it gives a sense of, of where are they at and what's their condition. And if there's any necessary actions that must be taken, you do not have to wait till the end shipment and the end goods arrive at the destination. Action could be taken much earlier in the supply chain and obviously, as everyone's aware, with time critical things such as, as vaccine, um, you know, that can, uh, can make the difference of several days in being able to react and, and get the end product to the, uh, to the final destination. Yeah, I think with that list of benefits, it's pretty clear why uh, this BLE technology um, can certainly serve the industry well and is gaining momentum. But I guess, are there any potential hurdles preventing even wider adoption of BLE tags and readers for the you know, the purposes of tracking and collecting data within air cargo? 
Yeah, well, one of the, the, the hurdles that we've uh, been investing in and, and, uh, and working on over the last several years has been the expansion of the, of the network. Because obviously, um, for the, uh, with the BLE technology, while it's an extremely uh, economic and affordable technology to leverage, um, it does require uh, a network infrastructure. Um, so not only um, to be able to uh, provide and create that network, of uh, which Descartes has invested a lot of time and energy to become the uh, world's largest uh, air network for collection of BLE information and data. Um, it's, uh, that has been one of the areas that's been, that we've had to overcome. Uh, you have to have the components of the good technology in the tag, uh, the good network infrastructure, and then obviously the backend applications uh, to make the most use of that data that's collected. Excellent. And uh, just bringing the conversation back to uh, the focus of you know the ULD and, and the pallets uh, and just exactly how automated the mirage uh, solutions and Bluetooth tracking solutions can all be kind of utilized together to address the challenges we spoke of at the top of the uh, podcast uh, as it relates to ULDs and pallet shortages. Uh, to just sum up, you know, how exactly does the the mirage automation, the Bluetooth tracking, all come together to address um, the challenges associated with unit load device and pallet shortages? Sure. So, um, I mean, obviously, the it, it all starts with the collection of the data and knowing uh, accurately where all your assets are at any given time, so that you can uh, leverage that in making the right decisions for managing those assets across your network. Um, the auto, automated uh, demurrage and tracking can start to help those carriers to be able to uh, optimize the use of their assets. Um, they can also start to work with their uh, supply chain partners to uh, enable or change behavior of the uh, agents so that they can get those ULDs returned uh, and provide visibility in the exact location of those assets, uh, whose custody they're in at any time, uh, as well as to start to get into the uh, shipment-based conditions and locations we talked about. Um, you know, the technology also starts to get into better forecasting and plannings so that the airlines can identify ULD shortages before they occur and take proactive uh, action as necessary, such as leasing or purchasing, uh, you know, new assets. So there's been, you know, a great deal of, uh, of additional costs incurred uh, over the years by the carriers for the managing of this through, you know, buying new pallets, to ensure available capacity, uh, short-term leasing costs to be able to uh, meet any of the requirements. Um, you know, they also have some uh, indirect or soft costs for cost of losing business, delays in shipment, and the associated customer satisfaction. So I think starting with the network, uh, the data collection, and then layering on top of that applications that allow you to better manage your assets uh, we can uh, help our customers uh, to better utilize their fleet and their investments. Very good. Uh, that's excellent information, Scott. And I think it's a great place to kind of wrap up this episode of the Aviation Pros podcast. Um, again, I'd like to thank our guest, Scott Sangster. He's vice president of global logistics and service providers at Descartes. And if you'd like to learn more about the company and its role in aiding the air cargo, supply chain, and logistics industries, please visit www.descartes.com. And for more information about cargo handling, ULD technology, and more, stay up to date by subscribing to Ground Support Worldwide's newsletters. And please continue to visit aviationpros.com.